Hey, all you fellow ergonauts and ergonaquettes. No, we'll, we'll make we'll make it we'll make it neutral. Ergonauts is just just across across spectrum, right? Yeah. Anyway, how is everybody doing today? Welcome to another exciting Ergo AMA. Well, and uh, congratulations on the merge ERG in caps in the middle, because as you all know, uh, Ethereum is now POS. I guess being staked in centralized exchanges and really difficult and expensive to stick. But anyway, we're not going to start with that. Okay. It's great for us. Great for the ecosystem. A lot of ETH people are coming into the ecosystem. I know you guys are all excited about that. Uh, hey, Joe, I, I totally forgot about you. Say hi to everybody, Joe. Good morning, everybody. I'm running on fumes here, but. Hopefully my filters are up and uh, yeah, let's have a good conversation. Well, uh, they're, they're, I think they're delicious coffee fumes, so it's okay. But anywho, well, wait a second. Am I, oh, I got some pieces of lamp showing over there, I guess. I didn't realize that. But anyway, so guys, exciting stuff. Um, so Discover Ergo is the Ergo Day uh, on Twitter is going to rather well. <laughs> we got Ergo trending pretty good. We got noticed by Luna Crush and by a uh, couple of other places. And, uh, you know, the, the tag is trending on Twitter. So I think that we have done a good job, but don't let off guys. Don't let off. It's not over yet. Let's just keep doing it and doing it. Look, it doesn't have to be ergo day. It can be ergo week. It can be ergo month. Okay. Now is our time. Uh, this, we've been waiting for this. Some of us have been waiting for this. Uh, and I really think that there's a lot of people that are going to be coming into the ecosystem. We have to be ready for these people. We are ready for these people. Uh, welcome them, show them around, let them know where to get the materials. Like you always do because this community is so good about that. And uh, yeah, let's let's take this opportunity to shoot for the stars. Anywho, uh, so updates from me. Um, so actively working on new exchanges. Um, so again, you know, we had the Huobi launch a little over a week ago, I guess. I think it was a little over a week ago. Everything is just a one giant day for me. It's just been so much work, but anyway, went rather well. Um, we're getting pretty good volume through that exchange right now, which is something that we need uh, to get, you know, to get new people interested in Ergo. Uh, so I'm really happy about that. And it's picking up every day, every day it's more and more and more. Um, and yeah, so we're approaching other exchanges and we have approached other exchanges and uh, we're working on getting Ergo listed uh, on other exchanges. Uh, yes, more T1s, more. And so, of course, I know there's a lot of US and North American based ergonauts out there who would like access to ergo uh, well to to uh, cx's or sexes um in the u.s and canada north america and we're actively working on that we will bring you that 
so yeah, the effort doesn't stop and we are continuing push to get Ergo out to more and more exchanges and more and more people. Uh, so the next item is of course the education, the education initiative. Uh, so in the next couple of weeks, uh, I plan to really hammer down the curriculum, uh, next few weeks, uh, to hammer down the curriculum. And by the end of October, uh, I think we're going to be announcing the actual course and the place and basically how to join, how to get there, uh, what is available, um, all the good stuff. And again, I've said this before, but just to reiterate uh, to people that have not, have not heard this. So what I'm looking to do is, or what we're looking to do is to have two types of courses. Uh, so basically two courses. So a discovery course and a more advanced course. Uh, so the discovery course will be more of a um, discover blockchain is going to be more business oriented. So how do you, how, how do you use the blockchain in your business? Uh, and of course it's going to be ergocentric. The other one is going to be a more technical course about, uh, utilizing things like smart contracts and, uh, developing on ergo or developing on blockchain, which again, will be an ergo will be used for that. And I really think that I've always been a strong believer that education is one of the best entry points into an ecosystem like ours. Very excited about that. The next thing I wanted to talk to the community, to, to the community about is a uh, CNFT con. So that's coming up in less than a month. I'm flying to the U S uh, to be there. Joe is flying in his mystery, mystery machine van. See you there as well. We're going to be both, we're both going to be there. And uh, so one of the Cool things that we're planning, as I mentioned before, are fireside chats. Uh, so what I would like to ask the community is to reach out to me, reach out to Joe, uh, to CW, to basically anybody who you know uh, from, from the Ergo Gang, and uh, let us know which subjects you'd like us to cover, because we're going to have um, many of the projects uh, that are building on Ergo there and also by, you know, by joining us uh, remotely. And we just like to discuss things that matter to you with these projects and in general in these fireside chats. So please let us know what interests you uh, use all the mediums re and please reach out to me through telegram, reach out to me through Twitter and any means, any means possible. Uh, what I'll also be, uh, what I'll also be doing is in the, in the initiative from my end and reaching out to you, uh, to the community and really trying to put together a nice list of top questions and top subjects that you would like to see covered in our fire, fireside chats. And of course, these will be recorded. Um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to do them live, but we'll definitely record them and we'll have them up on the Ergo uh, YouTube. So you'll be able to view them and enjoy all the content that we're going to create at CNFTCon. So again, I'm really excited about that. Um, I even got a cool new suit that I'm going to be wearing at the CNFTCon. Uh, yes, I will be wearing these glasses. Um, yeah, these ones, the, the Fosachi ones, these ones, yeah. gangster glasses like that. What do you think, Joe? Sh should I do it or no glasses? Vegas, go for it. That's right. 
That's right. All right, guys. Glasses are staying on for Vegas. Anyway, again, I know I keep saying it, but really looking forward to that. And actually, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great event and a great place for the Ergo community to really show what we've got. And again, we're just coming off of this great uh, uptick in in participation in the community, new people coming into the community. And this will boost this even more, I think. So again, great stuff. Uh, and so last but not least is I am continuing my efforts in uh, creating a, develop, a development fund uh, to invest in the ecosystem. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm talking to several of my contacts about putting it together, uh, as well as Catalyst. So again, talking to the Catalyst people and uh, kind of trying to come up with a synergetic design for um, having participate in Catalyst and kind of building some cross-chain uh, challenges and products. All right, that's it for me. What do you got, Joe? Oh, well, I'd like to take a moment to speak to miners out there obviously you know post-merge uh the landscape in our industry has shifted quite a bit um you know one thing that uh ergo has is a somewhat slow difficulty adjustment uh which has its pros and cons um so you know right now blocks are pretty much flying um which you know as short term gives miners a subsidy as as the net hash rate uh, is above the difficulty uh, but that will normalize, and as it does, things are going to get a little bit more painful. Uh, those of you that are new uh, to the Ergo ecosystem in terms of mining, I would strongly encourage you to support decentralization, uh, distribute your hash rate. If you're sticking around long term, uh, that's something that our ecosystem really appreciates, and there's a ton of uh, great little pools out there that could definitely use your support. Um, you know, now... I guess the difficulty will ultimately adjust. The chain will try to normalize around 120 seconds, and that's going to be a painful process, right? I've uh, tried to be realistic with everybody out there that, uh, you know, the reality post-merge is uh, most likely going to be one of uh, unprofitability and consolidation, right? And I guess, you know, it's popular in this space to just chill and get excited. But the reality is you have millions of miners out there that, uh, I don't know, essentially got fired or rugged in a uh, already pretty rough economic macro environment. And, you know, that's, that's sad to see, um, you know, they're They're going to be feeling the pain of that. Uh, hopefully we can do what we can on our end to, uh, come to market and to, ultimately deliver value that uh, returns proof of work to profitability, but that's not an overnight process. Right. And so those of you out there that uh, are planning to stick with us, uh, thank you. Uh, that actually, you know, supports the network. Um, you know, everything is carried by miners and proof of work. And, uh, I don't know, they get shit on a lot in our space. No other way to put it. Uh, but ultimately having miners, uh, take, you know, let's say the risk and having profit incentive outside of the chain does create a beautiful zero rate market on top of the chain that, uh, I think proof of work can really leverage to create some unique DeFi, And that's something our ecosystem is developing. So if you're going to make a home with us, uh, 
it's appreciated. Um, you can hop on to ergoplatform.org, uh, read all of our blog posts. We have the manifesto. We have a great community out there. Uh, ergo tutorials is a great onboarding mechanism for new users to figure out what tools we have, how to use them. And uh, we also have a educational initiative uh, called Deco, which, you know, has videos on YouTube. Um, if you're going to invest your time, your hash rate into our network, you know, I would encourage you to pick up some knowledge about how it works. And that's a great open source uh, community tool that, you know, has done a really good job of bootstrapping education in our ecosystem. So how long will that, uh, let's say painful period, uh, for miners last, I honestly don't know. I'm not somebody that's, you know, going to chill or bullshit people, uh, especially when it comes to their, you know, input costs and in business, but, uh, we'll do our best to try to, uh, you know, ad adapt and hopefully, once we go through some consolidation phase, which I don't even think we've fully started yet. Um, yeah. Proof of work uh, is here to stay in my opinion. So those of you that uh, support proof of work out there, it's appreciated. Absolutely. Uh, so how about getting some questions? All right. All right. Well, let me see. Um, All right. Uh, oh, well, here's actually a good one. Uh, and so this one is from Tech Fabi, and he asks, what is your biggest threat when it comes to scalability? What can be done to avoid the ETH all over again? So what is your take on that, Joe? Sure. Well, we have an advantage that Ethereum didn't have, right? Uh, the first is we have the insight, uh, knowledge, wisdom that is gained from watching Ethereum, right? Uh, you know, Ethereum did have growing pains, no other way to put it. Um, now on the fee side, uh, they kind of do have that gas model, which, uh, every once in a while would get way out of control, uh, in my opinion. And, uh, depending on their load, uh, you know, that would create issues. Now, what is the purpose of that? And, you know, essentially you have a limited resource called block space and uh, you have limited computational power. And when that gets competitive, you know, it's designed that a free market adapts and, you know, essentially you pay for priority. Okay. Now Ergo does have a similar mechanism in terms of paying for priority. Uh, we do not have the same gas fees. And we also have a ton of research and development that, uh, came from Ethereum that they essentially had to, uh, you know, discover as needed, right? Like they had the problem they had to fix. They had to go out and find solutions. And ultimately, uh, you know, the broader consensus was uh, what you need to do is you need to put computational uh, power into a second layer and have a small footprint on the base chain. And that's ultimately going to be how you scale. It's a good path. There's a lot of, uh, research development frameworks that Ergo uh, can already leverage because, well, that, you know, research and development knowledge uh, came about before we have the same problem that uh, Ethereum had versus, you know, they had to deal with it on the fly, right? When you're talking about front running, you're talking about uh, MEV. Uh, that was a pretty popular um, 
mechanism in Ethereum. And the reality is it does kind of exist in every market, right? Um, MEV is, is an interesting concept where, you know, you could look at it in almost like real estate. If you're uh, closer to the market, you have the ability to get in and out before people. You see that all the time, like banks will buy distressed real estate and then sell it to retail before it even comes to market because they have, you know, basically faster knowledge, uh, liquidity that's closer, easier to move. Um, and ergo, is it theoretically possible? Yeah. You would have to do chained transactions. Uh, you'd have to pay a lot for it, but, uh, you know, I, i tend to believe that, uh, that's something that is incredibly hard to eliminate. Now, I, I guess in theory, you can do it on an application level, right? Uh, most likely, but then every application has to build for that. And, and personally, um, my general thinking is that when you have that type of potential advantage, the best thing you can do is distribute it so that, um, you know, everyone can potentially take advantage of it instead of a small group of actors. Uh, that's not something that we've seen too much of. Uh, we have seen arbitrage bots that people are running in the ecosystem. Uh, when there's a price uh, differential between uh, different assets, you know, bots can scan the blockchain and, uh, you know, essentially trade. Um, we've even seen, you know, a couple of times where we had bot fights, right. Where they were bidding against each other for block space. I remember one uh, scenario where poof, I think two bots got into like a bot war and ended up paying something like 300 erg for the, uh, like uh, priority fee and, and made 10 erg profit, which, you know, miners love people that, uh, are trying to use these systems tend to get frustrated with that. But I think the fee market in, in proof of work eliminates a lot of, uh, potential censorship. Right. And, you know, ultimately if you're going to censor things at an economic disadvantage, that's not in your favor, but it is harder, uh, to do, uh, that type of activity. Then you get into flash loans. That's not something we've seen yet. I'm not going to be this type to say, no, it's impossible, but it's difficult, right? It would be difficult to achieve. You'd have to do a lot of chain transactions, put them in the same block. Uh, we'll see as that develops. You know, I tend to think if something is theoretically possible, then, you know, if there's an incentive, uh, it might happen, but it's definitely harder and not something we've encountered yet. Right. And actually talking about incentives, we have a good question from Ergo Minnow. Uh, and so he says that Joe's often said incentives are the prime factor regarding miners staying in the ecosystem. Does that, does Ergo price have to appreciate to a certain percent with EAP 27 happening to sustain minor engagement? So, and of course, you know, Joe, um, since this, since this was said by you, I'm sure you got uh, a lot of input on this. Um, I think that we actually covered parts of this question uh, in a couple of previous AMAs. And so, yes, there has to be some price appreciation for some. Okay. So, again, it depends on the circumstances of each individual miner or mining operation. 
you know, basically all these are businesses. If you look at it, if you want to look at it from just straight uh, capital uh, capitalistic perspective, um, and so what makes right so on on, on profit. Um, however, however, that's just a part of the big picture. Um, some and hopefully more more than a few. Uh, miners that are now coming into the ecosystem are coming in because they understand the long-term perspective, the the, the long-term opportunity uh, that exists with Ergo and where Ergo is heading and that they're still early. And so basically, and like it happens in bear markets, and I believe this is something that Joe said, um, the investment now is um, in a way speculative, right? So, they are right now coming into the ecosystem. They not might be might not be making a huge profit, but they're investing in the ecosystem because they believe that it has the potential to explode, and it does. Um, so, to me, I think um, it's it, and and I'm sure to others as well. It's a combination of these things. Uh, it's not a kind of a a blanket and there's no blanket answer for this question. Um, but I don't think that because some people really, um, concentrate on price, you know, say, Oh, well, you know, ergo is really, really undervalued. And so these miners come in, uh, the profitability is going to go down and then they're going to leave and what's going to happen. I mean, there is a chance of that happening, but I really think that we're strong enough to sustain, an influx of miners uh, that will come here because they understand what Ergo is about and not just for straight, you know, dollars and cents profit margin type of thinking. So that that's that's where I'm at with this. What do you think, Joe? All right. That's a that's a good question. That's I appreciate it, Ergo Meno. Um first thing you have to say is yeah, the incentive for proof of work is uh profit driven, right? That's uh, it's kind of the game, uh, for mining. Now we are in a, no other way to put it. We're in a shitty situation post ETH as a proof of work, uh, you know, ecosystem, you know, as a whole, right. It's not just ergo. It's just the amount of capacity out there. Uh, the market has not adapted to. And so, you know, you have the net token generation for proof of work, right? That's, uh, something that miners do ultimately, uh, really influence price long-term. You can look at the fuel multiple uh, in Bitcoin. That's a good example. Uh, one thing that Ergo as like the foundation does is we don't do a lot of heavy market making because miners need the ability to adapt pricing on market. So they have a greater ability to move that. Now we need to expand markets too, in order to give them the opportunity to uh, sell kind of create easy off ramps. That's not something that we've fully developed yet, but then you have uh, another question and that has to do with additional revenue streams, right? Uh, one thing that I've always appreciated about miners is that they're incredibly creative in terms of creating, uh, revenue streams and, and really hunting for ways to be profitable. Um, now Ergo does offer some potential alternatives beyond just token generation. Uh, one of which is uh, sub pooling. Uh, those of you that are new, we have a 
uh, mining pool out there called GetBlock.io, which is the crypto space's first smart pool. Um, and what smart pooling allows is it creates transparency on chain and it also creates some really unique uh, opportunities to mine native assets, right? And so you have the ability to uh, kind of provide tokens beyond uh, just the base block reward where you can mine actual projects on chain. I think that that uh, as a potential path uh, for additional revenue, additional tokens is going to be very uh, important to Ergo's future as uh, you know our block rewards decrease. And then you also have the programmability aspect of Ergo where you can essentially generate tokens using proof of work. You uh, move into a uh, ecosystem with smart contracts, um, with uh, potential mechanisms of uh, investment and additional return. And uh, that kind of opens the door to creating additional value or ROI on top of, um, you know, your additional or your base input costs, right? So as the ecosystem develops, uh, I think that we will see more and more potential ways to uh, get a return on the um, tokens that are mined or coins that are mined, excuse me. Um, now, one thing you have to do is manage risk, right? Uh, oftentimes returns do come with some speculative nature or uh, risk attached to it, something to understand. But I can look at the last bear market, right? This isn't the first time that uh, home miners have been on the ropes, so to speak. Uh, last time around, uh, you know, 2018, 2019, uh, miners did an amazing job in terms of mining into Ethereum, investing in the ecosystem, bootstrapping DeFi, the use of DAI. Uh, so if there's an opportunity there, uh, miners are going to be smart enough to figure that out and use it. Um, and, and the reality is it may uh, need to be uh, internal as we work to uh, improve market access, right? Uh, so those of you that are willing to stick it with us through kind of the rough times ahead with, uh, you know, markets in the macro aren't that great. Uh, economic policy in the macro isn't that great. Uh, but development on top of Ergo actually is pretty great in terms of how the ecosystem is growing, expanding, providing uh, potential paths for additional revenue. So those of you out there that are willing to stick with us, uh, you know, I, I would hope that you can interact within the community and, uh, you know, offset uh, some of the carrying costs and uh, difficulty that the macro environment, high electricity prices and an oversupply of uh, mining capacity, uh, you know, is creating, but that's, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be a rough time. And, to some degree, I'm, I'm not somebody that's going to sit here and say, you know, everything is great. Rainbows and unicorns, right? The reality is the macro has some issues. Uh, Ergo as an ecosystem needs to grow and scale to provide the right off ramps. And, you know, also we have, at least at this point, uh, difficulties going to rise at some point, blocks are going to slow down. So I hope people, you know, can stay with us. I know that everybody has input costs and proof of work and, uh, you know, we may have a portion of people that just are not profitable. They need to basically hop offline for a little bit. Um, but I think over time we will adapt. Proof of work uh, 
has shown to be pretty resilient and self-healing. And once again, please distribute that hash rate, support our little pools. Uh, there's a lot of great actors out there that are uh, running the network that would love to have your support. Yeah, absolutely. Decentralization is key. Distributing hash rate is important. And um, what you mentioned before, Joe, about <clears throat> building on Ergo, uh, that is that is crucial. Um, we okay. So of course, the mining side of Ergo is amazing. Um, a lot of innovation going on there. A lot of um, governance and things like that happening there. But from the other side, what also drives value. And so what we need to do is as you know, as we were discussing a second ago, um, a lot, not a lot, but a good portion of the incentives has to do with, uh, with, uh, profit profit is made from the price of the asset being mined, obviously. And how does that price go up? I mean, yeah, it could go up with hash rate. It could go up with just basically network expansion, but really um, a sustainable, sustainable expansion happens when there are real world use cases on top of the network. And it's crucial for us to create more and more and more real world use cases that utilize the network. Okay. Uh, that, product is being built on the network. The network is being utilized for real world transactions. Um, because that's really the only way to build up value is to create real world transactions, real world use cases, mass adoption. Yes. I know everybody wants mass adoption, but really, um, what I keep saying about this is that you don't have to know what's under the hood. You just have to know that it works and that is how we're going to get mass adoption. And so a lot of these use cases, don't need to rely on really oldest knowledge about that we have about mining, about incentives uh, for miners. Again, which are which are very very important. Don't let me um, don't let what I'm saying kind of make it sound like these things are more important. They're both equally as important. But real world real world use cases will have just as much impact on the value of the ecosystem as the technical side of the ecosystem. And we really need to focus on that. And so we really need to bring more. In fact, I believe that the way you really expand the network is it has to be more, uh, it has to be disproportionate. There has to be a lot more people utilizing the network that don't really know much about the tech. They just know that it works versus people are really tech savvy and really are into the tech and into actually building. So there has to be more users than builders, essentially. That's what we need to strive for. That's what's going to keep kick up the value. That's what's going to kick up the price. And I don't like to talk about price, but bottom line is if people are using it, there's value in it. If there's value in it, price goes up, period. All right. Uh, let's get to the next question. Um, oh, this is actually, this is a good question here. Uh, so can we have a brief overview between the difference uh, uh, the difference and the difference between Dexy USD and SIG USD? So can you give us that overview, Joe? 
Sure. So both of them are frameworks to uh, create basically a derivative ba that based asset that's backed by crypto. Okay. So in that way, they are in the same family. Uh, SIGUSD essentially uh, creates a secondary token that uh, has some risk reward incentive uh, to speculate how ERG is going to move uh, versus the uh, asset that it's backing, in this case, uh, fiat US dollar. Uh, Dexy USD uh, actually, it looks like the first implementation will be based on gold. And the main difference is instead of having a secondary token, uh, you create an automated, um, uh, I guess you could call it central bank that has logic uh, that is going to work with a liquidity pool on a DEX, hence DEXI. Um, and it basically collects fees. Uh, builds a backing that's more fee-based based on activity and trading, um, and then has the ability to self-balance uh, somewhat slowly uh, to you know, essentially keep the backing uh, available. It's an inter interesting uh, framework, Dexy. It's something that as it's more uh, traded, uh, as it lives longer, the actual amount of fees that are accumulated and built into Dexy uh, will build over time. So it creates a really neat uh, resiliency aspect to where potentially over time, uh, the collateralization uh, in Dexy could actually surpass SIGUSD in theory anyway. But it's going to have somewhat of a uh, cold start mechanism where you, know, you do have uh, limitations in terms of your ability to trade it, and then you have a fee-based. And so once fees are somewhat bootstrapped and that uh, automated uh, contracts treasury builds, uh, it'll, it'll get more interesting over time. It's, it's essentially uh, similar in that you're trying to create the same outcome with a different approach, right? One of them has a token that people, you know, can speculate and trade on. The other one uses uh, fee and uh, liquidity uh, kind of into a protocol or central bank. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's go to the next question here. Oh my God. I, 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 I did an old, an old guy thing and I closed my, my question window. Somebody get me my, my, my glasses, not the Versace ones. Those don't really do anything. Vision. All right. Uh, so let's find another one. Uh, oh, Okay, so this is a uh, well. It's an it's an interesting question. I think I I, I mean I, I guess I think I understand what uh, this person is trying to say. Is it possible to make uh, smartphone apps over this blockchain if we have enough node runners? Like to for like for storage cloud services, can we replace AWS? So um, I, I I guess uh, uh, the question here is. Um, just what like an uh, an IPFS type of system using uh, uh, using smartphone apps? What, what do you think, Joe? Uh, Nepo Pals is what I think. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, with blockchain compression techniques, you have the ability to create the same uh, security assumptions that a full node would give you on a 
light client, mainly a, a smartphone. And uh, potentially what that allows you to do is get your smartphone uh, and it will actually communicate to the, with the P2P layer of a blockchain versus going through some external server like Amazon Web Services. And that actually creates a ultralight environment that's much more censorship resistance and, and hardened than uh, kind of the traditional light wallet build. Now I say potentially because we haven't built it yet. Right. We do uh, have EpoPal support. That is something that the core team is continuously working on. I believe in the latest uh, reference client, um, Alex solved a pretty uh, annoying memory persistence issue that's uh, been popping up. And I believe I was able to sync a full node using UTXO snapshot with one gigabyte of memory, which is very low, impressive. Um, so as we continue to work towards, uh, the NepoPal based clients, uh, it does put us in a position where we can, uh, essentially get into an ultralight environment without needing, uh, the AWS, uh, server. But one thing I do not want to discourage is the use of full nodes. Um, I think running a full node, if you're going to be long-term uh, in the ecosystem is, is a great way to support the ecosystem. And it actually does eliminate dependencies, right? That is uh, the biggest uh, benefit of running a full node. If the chain ever gets congested, if the Explorer ever goes down, well, you're communicating right to the P2P layer. So you don't need that server support. Uh, you, you know, remove some, potential censorship and or IP tracking. So full node uh, is the way to go. We have a uh, full node wallet out there, Satergo, uh, that is uh, runs on you know PC, Linux, Mac. I think there's quite a few tutorials out there if uh, people are interested in using it. Um, and we also have an ErgoHack event coming up uh, specifically around uh, miners and minting. And I, I think we will see some uh, potential ideas that uh, improve um, the user experience and hopefully build some uh, additional functionality uh, into the node or uh, build tools for miners. So exciting times, but yeah, we have a path for that. And, and it's called Nepo pals. sounds like a cartoon man punching another one, but um, ultimately all it does is reduce the uh, computational requirements. It's a compression technique. Excellent. All right. So the next question here is, um, as the Ergo Foundation, are you planning on building your own main decks? I'd love to stay in hub where all liquidity meets. So, I mean, as, as I'm not the Ergo Foundation, I guess, Joe, uh, you would be kind of uh, a better uh, person to answer this once again. However, um, just working with the Ergo Foundation, I would think that the Ergo Foundation probably want to stay away from actually building their own decks um, and to really have the community take care of that because, uh, I mean, it, 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 the Ergo Foundation really tries to stay neutral, uh, tries to stay neutral in development, tries to stay neutral in the ecosystem to basically be the guardian of the ecosystem. Um, I mean, to me, for the Ergo Foundation to build out their own decks from the Ergo Foundation, I think 
might be um, kind of out of balance. Although it is, um, I mean, we, you know, DEXs are good. Uh, we need more DEXs and um, it would definitely be a good thing to have a hub where, all, where a lot of the liquidity meets. What I just don't see the Ergo Foundation doing this. I mean, what is your take on this, Joe? The Ergo Foundation's goal, purpose is not to be the hand of the market, right? Because what would that do, right? It would close off all of our community developers and have them compete uh, with a entity with an asymmetrical advantage, right? That's shitty. It just destroys decentralization. The Ergo Foundation and the Ergo network itself is a decentralized ecosystem. It's not a company. There's a lot of people that come into crypto and have that mentality. They're investing in a corporation, right? Uh, you know, as a network, um, one thing that the Ergo Foundation can do is research, development, and open source frameworks, right? And what does that do? It creates um, tooling uh, that allows developers to compete with other developers. It creates more of a market that uh, has basically common knowledge that allows you know innovation to occur, right? So you can look at something like Spectrum, right? Even all of their code is open source, right? Uh, you know, all of their uh, frameworks are open source. They're a big advocate for decentralization and uh, open source uh, development. So it offers developers tools that if they really wanted to learn how to build a DEX, there's literally an open source DEX there. Now, you know, could the Ergo Foundation do research development, uh, come out with potential contracts or frameworks that that provide additional functionality or, um, let's say tooling that could help developers, uh, build. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. We're here to try to support everybody equally. And that's why we build open source. If we were to have our own unique product, it would just give us a advantage that stifles the entire ecosystem, right? That, that type of, uh, development, I, I think ultimately is, is a, uh, negative thing because it doesn't create redundancy. It doesn't create competition. It just creates centralization. And that's something that we're trying to get away from. So, uh, no, I don't think the Ergo foundation will ever, uh, build a DEX or a product because that's not our goal. Yep. Just as I thought, um, uh, <clears throat> All right, let's uh, let's go get another good question here. Okay, so here's a here's a question, a nice ticket question. Well, actually, not just ticket, but uh, something that you might have some insight on, Joe. Uh, is um, is there any possibility to upgrade algorithm to uh, Idolico's three? Uh, just to unlock ASIC mining, maybe in the future? Question mark. So what uh, what are we at with that, Joe? Well, the first thing that you'd have to understand is that any type of upgrade would require a supermajority from miners, period. Like the Ergo Foundation is not here to, uh, you know, basically pull what happened last night where, you know, a small group of actors says, okay, everybody, this is what's going to happen. And then we force that change on everyone. Uh, we've really pushed to create a democratic network where miners have the ability to 
uh, vote. They have the ability to adjust, I believe, a total of about 12 network parameters. Um, now, you know, unfortunately, solo miners have kind of the solo votes. Uh, mining pools are more federated, uh, but you do have the ability to work with your mining pool uh, to make your opinion known. Now, in terms of uh, getting miners to unlock ASIC mining, I don't think GPU miners are going to support that. Like that's uh, something I don't see ever getting anywhere near that 90% threshold. Um, in fact, I, I would say that if there was ever an event where ASIC started showing up in the network, I think you would see larger consensus among miners to, uh, you know, create auto legos three as a way to fork them off the network. Right. But as a foundation, our goal is not to be the babysitters and uh, nannies of miners. Uh, we've given them power in the ecosystem. Uh, you know, they're running a business. They understand their input costs and they have the ability to adjust block size, transaction fees, storage rent, uh, to uh, essentially, you know, protect their business. Now, one thing that every business, uh, on the planet has to do is create a balance between the costs and profitability that they make and the incentives that they use to attract customers, right? So if, if miners were to go crazy in terms of their, uh, power over network parameters, they would, uh, you know, kill the advantages or innovation and, you know, market of the chain, which would hurt their transaction fees and, and ultimately, you know, kind of burn their own value. So that's a balance that we'll have to, uh, find, uh, long-term, but it's not our goal to be the top-down dictator of the network. So, uh, would the Ergo Foundation ever say, "Hey, everyone, we are forking"? No, that's for miners to do, because that's uh, ultimately them protecting their business. But I don't know. I, I would be shocked if GPU miners were like, "Hey, guys, let's add A6." I just don't see it happening. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you touch on a really good point, Joe. And uh, what is it, Alex? He said, "Would take as much control over the." ergo network as you want. Yeah, as you can. And I think that, was, yeah. And that really speaks volumes about what ergo is about. And, um, I'll tell you, uh, it's been a pleasure and a challenge. And you know what I mean, Joe, working with ergo because it is so decentralized, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. it's out there in the wild, you know, and sometimes uh, most of the times it's great. And then sometimes you really have to be inventive in how you can get people to combine forces to really push through something that you feel is a really is, is a real value vehicle for the ecosystem, but really need to get support of the community to push through a value vehicle. There is no, as you said, top-down dictatorship that basically says, well, now we're doing this mm -hmm. or now we're doing that. You know, it's up to the community to decide. And I'll, for example, one of the things that I personally get asked when I talk about uh, the products that, that, that we're building with Zengate is, well, what happens in the future if, say, um, you know, they, they just decide to really raise the price of NFT minting in Ergo? And I say to that, look, I know, I know this community. I know this network. I just don't see if we build, if we do our job, we build this product that really drives a lot of value into the ecosystem, drives new people, drives real world uses, drives those people that I'm talking about. You know, the 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 
the everyday user, right? I just don't see uh, the miners and everybody just saying, hey, guys, you know what? How about we just make it, well, how about we just increase the rate like 10x and kill off all this business which has gone into the network? I don't see that thing. Yeah, um, and that is because the consensus is is just not to kill business. You know, it just makes no sense. Yeah, I think I think one of the worst things businesses can do is raise prices and lower quality at the same time. There's no faster way to kill your user base and customer base than to raise price and lower quality simultaneously. So I think miners are smart. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, well, they use their governance power and, you know, potentially make adjustments as they need to, cause they need to protect their business. The entire network relies on it. Absolutely. But that balance is, is not unique to proof of work and, and ergo. It's something that anybody that's ever participated in a business has to say, okay, well, what, how do I set my prices and how do I attract customers? Like, well, no. so, so the, the, there is, there is a slight difference, right? So do I think that the price of minting on earth will go up in the future as the network explodes, say when we're in the top 20. Okay. I, yeah, it, it could very well happen. Um, you know, uh, costs go up. We we need to maintain. I mean, look, it could happen. Okay, I'm ready for that. As a as as as, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, as somebody building on Ergo, um, do I think that is going to go up and so high that it will hinder my business? No, I trust this network. I trust this community. I think that the miners that are in, on Ergo are smart. Okay. And the right choices will be made. Um, just, you know, plain and simple. And as you said, Joe, uh, you know, raising prices, I mean, really hiking prices mm-hmm. kills business. It just, it, it doesn't do anything. It's a short-term solution and it's a long-term wreck. It bar none. Anybody that I know that hiked up prices on their regulars in any business has not survived. Okay. It's not about hiking up the price. It's about changing your business model. That's what needs to happen. If you are not meeting profit with your current customer base, but you were making profit before change your business model. That's a faster way. And that's a better way to profit for long-term sustainability than just hiking up the price. Yeah. And I, you know, the reality is, uh, the landscape and proof of work is, is drastically different today than it was yesterday. Right. And so I, I hope that, uh, miners that have, uh, really invested, you know, personally, sometimes even like in their house or, uh, you know, built a business around mining, uh, they help invest in the ecosystem, right. They, they may need, uh, to do that simply to, you know, remain profitable and, and ultimately, uh, kind of ride out, uh, the current conditions. So I think miners are kind of on the same page because, you know, the reality is, uh, you know, proof of work is not as, uh, populist as it once was. Uh, it's, it's kind of, um, well, something that, uh, there hasn't been a lot of innovation with. And, and that, that's one thing that really excites me about, uh, get specifically is that if you really look at, uh, the long-term potential of proof of work and what they're um, doing with smart pools, what that potentially opens up. It's a, it's a whole a new unexplored area that can deliver a ton of values to both miners and the community. 
Oh, and and uh, well, if I can find it with my old old man eyes, somewhere here, somewhere. Okay. Anyway, CW was saying that we have some nice shirts on, right, Joe? So nice gents. I think the comment uh, was the comment, and yes, we are sporting our ergo ergo gear today. Okay, so this is my shirt from the Austin meetup, and I am proudly sporting this shirt today. And, and so uh, Joe has got a very fashionable selection on himself. It is the the Ergo Miner. Uh, come on, show it off, Joe. Come on, Let, let's just just let the people see. Blockchain. Look at that! Look at that! That that that's a beaut. You know, actually, I won that shirt. Maybe you can get me uh you can get me one of those when I see you next month. I'll, I'll get that done. 2XL, 2XL. Okay. I'm I'm a large person. 2XL, Joe. I just you know I I it's um it's gonna be really interesting meeting you in person because you know me and Joe have been working together for almost a year now, right, Joe? And this is the 21st century for you people. I have never met Joe in real life. We talk almost every day. We do AMAs together, work together behind the scenes really closely. And I've never met Joe in real life. This is going to be the first time I'm going to see Joe and he's going to see me. And uh, then he's probably going to want to see me again because he's going to be completely scared. He's going to run back to the mountaintop, clench his chainsaws. And no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be a good time when, uh, when I finally see Joe in Vegas. And so let's see. Uh, yes, 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 Adam. Adam wants me to wants me to release the gnomes. They will be released, Adam. They will be released. I'm working on it right now. They released. I promise. All right. Uh, and um, uh, on this. This is actually a nice question to uh, maybe sign off on, right? Because we're up, we're at about that time right now. But uh, well, Augustus Kentuckian, do you see other community-run initiatives like er Discover Ergo Day, uh, the Ergo Community Special? Uh, yes, it is very special. Um, Discover Ergo Day has been a tremendous success. Um, you guys did a fantastic job. Uh, participating this was community, you know, um, there's not too many people in this community. In fact, I don't really know any people in this community. They're just going to say, and discover Ergo day. I ah, screw these guys. Uh, just let them, let them do it themselves. You know, everybody just jumped on this thing, you know, and, and when we did it, 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 it it's trending, it's, it's blowing up. Um, I, I, I see, these kinds of um, community initiatives uh, going on in the future. I, I don't see why not. I think this is a great initiative. Um, I think in the future, you might want to have more specific um, uh, community-driven initiatives like this. Uh, maybe something that's maybe more a day that's more education-focused, more use case-focused, maybe another one that's more minor-focused, more research-focused. So I think... I see there definitely being other initiatives like this um, out there in, in the coming months uh, and weeks. 
Uh, I just think what we really need to do from here on is, of course, do discover Ergo Day again. We have to do this. Aside from that, uh, more specific initiatives, uh, something that will shine a light on different parts of the ecosystem and really introduce people to them, uh, get the knowledge out there, and just really, you know, get people just sinking their teeth into all these different parts so that we can expand on these parts because. You don't know. I mean, you never know. And actually, I do know that this will have that effect when somebody, say, for example, that wasn't really paying much attention to the ergo education, education materials, sinks their teeth in and is an educator themselves. They say, oh, wait a second. I can add to this. I know how to do the, how to add to this. And you get more material like that. You get more participation. The same with research, the same with tech. So yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's great. And I really see it uh, happening again. What did you take on this, Joe? People ask me that all the time and they're like, Hey, can I do this? And I say, listen, this is an open ecosystem, right? In terms yeah. of your ability to get on uh, Twitter, to work with the ecosystem, to, you know, create some kind of initiative, you have as much power as me, right? You don't need my permission. Now, you know, it's, it's nice to have you know, like heads up of whatever's happening because a lot of the times, you know, the Ergo Foundation and, and the community in general is happy to support this kind of thing, but take as much power over the ecosystem as you can. Yeah. And, and look, um, I'll give you my personal experience, right? So, uh, yeah, I have been involved in the Cardano ecosystem for a long time since the beginning. Uh, you also now know me from the Ergo ecosystem system, but really a lot of the stuff that I put out on Twitter that gets, you know, engagement, uh, I would say, um, a lot of times is just my own initiative and I get support. I do get support from the community. I get support from the Ergo foundation. I'm really grateful for that, but that is there for anybody. Anybody can do that. I'll tell you a year ago. Okay. So right now my Twitter, uh, my, 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 my Twitter account has got something like, I think like 13,004 or 500 followers that went up from probably about three to 400 this time last year. And that's not because I am some sort of a brilliant mind that attracts people's interests so much and flock to me is because I just stayed at it. I utilized the ecosystem. I found an audience. I communicated with the community and we all came together, you know, and, and, and people really built up interest, uh, alongside with me. And there's other people like this in the ecosystem as well. You know, they don't have, they're not connected directly to the Ergo Foundation or to the or to some official body of the Cardano Foundation. They're just there spreading the word, bringing valuable information, bringing content, uh, bringing awareness, and bringing these kinds of initiatives. And so don't be afraid if you don't have thousands of followers. You can have, you can have one follower. It doesn't matter. The, the system, ecosystem, is here to support you. The Ergo Foundation is here to support you. We're here for you. We're working for you guys. Okay. It's not the other way around. So if there is an initiative out there, it doesn't have to come from the Ergo ecosystem, but we will support it. I guarantee you if it's a good initiative, if it's, if it's, if it, if it, if it's, uh, 
along the lines of what the ecosystem is about, we will support it. And I'm sure Joe was right along there with me. Yeah. I would say in terms of looking at discover ergo day, um, really two things uh, I think are important. If the community wants to replicate this again, and they wanted like my input of how to do that. First thing is incentives matter, right? I, I think that having some uh, community fundraising reward skin in the game, that type of thing ultimately will assist with uh, participation. And I think the second thing is keep it classy. There's been a ton of really great educational posts out there. And, you know, let, let's be honest, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, socials and crypto are a bit of a shit show. So I think uh, keeping it classy and, and really helping educate people versus just, you know, making noise is, is more beneficial long-term. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just as long as there's real value, I th think, uh, I just don't see us not supporting it. This community is really welcoming. It's really open-minded and, uh, all the entities are here. I mean, you know, it, it's just a reason why Charles says that this feels like Bitcoin 2013 or you know, early Bitcoin, because back then the, that was like this, uh, some had more reach than others, but they helped each other, you know, the community helped each other and that's what happened. And that's what's happened. Ergo, uh, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, 60,000 followers like the Ergo Foundation account does, or if you have zero followers or one follower. Okay. If you're out there, if you're a community member, if you put out a initiative that adds value, the community will support you and the Ergo Foundation will support you. you it, we're all in this together, guys. And that's the bottom line. Nobody's here to, you know, stand on a podium and, and point to themselves and say, hey, me, me, me. I mean, not that I can see. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule, but it, if, if the bulk of the community seems really into um, just helping each other. Yeah, with Discover Ergo Day, I didn't give anybody permission. I just found out about it when someone said, hey, are you going to participate? And I said, sure, but you know, I don't want to win rewards. So you know, anybody out there, it's an open ecosystem, and there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. All right, Joe. Well, I think this is a good place to leave it off. And oh, and just uh, DDR is saying that I should update my Twitter picture. Um, yeah, guys, that Twitter picture is not laser eyes. That is a common misconception, and I did it intentionally. It's a troll that is actually a still from Superman 2 and General Zod heating up his heat vision. If you actually watch the movie, that is in there. It still is in there. So not laser eyes. It was a troll on laser eyes. Anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, great having you here. Really excited about this, you know, about today, about what's going on today. And um, let's just keep it going. Um, again, take as much control of the ecosystem as you want. Take as much control of the network as you want. It's here for you. It's yours. It's decentralized, period. All right, guys. Well, uh, I guess this is Dan signing off. Thanks a lot. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you next week. Yeah, have a good one, everybody. Stay safe out there.